Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase. I'm Seth. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us from the season three. Uh, We are so glad that y'all are here. And the holiday of Christmas is upon us. Like Uh, it is, it is fast approach. I mean, we're less than 15 days, I think. Oh yeah. Well, it's like let's think about it. It's it's Monday evening right now on right. December the 13th. Right. We got 12 days. We're literally in the 12 days of Christmas. Wow. There I just you go. realized that. And a partridge in a pear tree. Like what is even is that? What is a partridge in a pear tree like? Well, I assume it's a bird in a tree with pears. Mm. But like who how are you giving that as a gift though? That's a whole tree and a bird. Like, did you tie the bird to the tree? <laughs> Somebody really rich and a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> I feel like you'd have to to go, like get some of this stuff. Like, what was it? It was like two turtle doves, uh, yeah. five golden rings, maids of milking. And you, you got to think like 12 drummers drumming. I imagine at the end, this lady that was receiving all these gifts must have thought this person was a psycho. I guarantee you <laughs> this was a king and queen, and homeboy was trying to impress impress her. Like, just bottom line, that's it. Yeah, there's just some weird gifts, though. You know, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't, I don't hear, like, any, like, you know, oh, I got some stuffed animals. I guess that doesn't go well in the song, you know? Like I right. got got this new thing called a butter churn. I hope she likes it. <laughs> right, for sure. No, I mean I don't know. I don't know. It's just a weird song. So, oh yeah, uh, definitely a fun fin- song. I finally got done. I finally finished uh, wrapping presents, or should I say, my wife finished wrapping presents yeah i was about to say mahalik don't take credit for stuff your <laughs> wife does all right like you uh, i i had a feeling mel was doing all the she's doing all the heavy lifting <laughs> that's listen that that's the american way claiming credit for someone else's work <laughs> all right bill gates <laughs> <laughs> oh man no but um yeah, I just hate wrapping presents. I'm so terrible at it. Uh, I know. Well, but I will say this. I did see something that I was like, where was this? Like a month ago, I posted it. I shared it on Facebook. It was literally these two clamps, okay, that you clamp to a table, and you can, like, adjust the length or however much, and it holds the wrapping paper, so it's like a toilet paper roll holder, kind of in a sense, and it has a tape dispenser on the other side. Oh, so you clamp it to the table, you put, you load your wrapping paper in, and then you can cut. And it's just like this. 
magical idea of like I was like where where was this like seriously like three months ago so I went on the site to, just to see like how much it was they're sold out I was like yeah of course they're sold out that's an amazing idea yeah that's much better than like I don't know if you saw like the little tubes with like the you know how like how the wrapping paper comes on a tube yes and they made a sleeve that goes on the tube to cut it for you you know like you, you bring it out and mm. there's just like a little knife that you bring up the tube that it goes over. That thing works terrible. This is the worst thing I ever bought. It <laughs> it was awful. Like it, it just ruined the paper. No straight cuts. I was like, you know, I do better. I, and uh, and plus, like it's not even that hard too to cut it at this point stage, especially with newer wrapping paper where they got the boxes on the back. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, the lines where you can yeah the, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, if they got the lines there, or they got a grid pattern on the back. I'm like, oh, good. I'm not like. Maybe we should do uh, five worst gifts for Christmas. <laughs> All right, socks. <laughs> Whatever. Speak for yourself. I love socks. I have a whole collection of nothing but crazy socks, and I love my crazy socks. Like I probably I have like enough pairs of crazy socks to wear a different pair every day. Really? Yes. That's some craziness. That's some crazy socks. Like me, I just want warm socks. You know, like right. Yeah, I I like I like choosing out socks I'd like to wear. It's like I don't yeah. like getting underwear for Christmas because I was like, it's not really my size, or I don't really wear briefs. Like I'm more of a I'll be honest, a little personal here. I'm a boxer brief guy. Okay. You know, boxer brief. I'm like that hybrid. The I don't know. They're not boxers, but they're not undies. Yeah, well, they're boxer briefs. No, they're not boxer briefs. Because okay, to me, when you say boxer briefs, I literally imagine like a pair of shorts, really thin shorts that don't hug or um grab your legs at all it's all free flowing those material. are those are boxers okay those are boxers and so boxer briefs are like what up well okay yeah Got it. yeah they well it's like that's that's my definition of it you know it's it's the combination it's the material of a brief with the style of a boxer okay so yeah, you know? boxer briefs and okay. Yeah, I think that 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 makes sense. Like we're learning. I don't we're all learning I don't, together. <laughs> I don't work at the undies department at the Walmart. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Okay. Awesome. Learning something new every day. All right. There we go. So we 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 what what would you say is your like worst gift you could ever get? <sighs> Maybe like one of those like inconvenient gifts where it's like a goldfish, but they forgot to feed it that day and you can't even, <laughs> can't get it food because nothing's open. I don't know. I don't I don't know what I would consider like a bad gift. Because I think as long as like if you know the person and like you receive the gift and it's like you tell like there's some thought and stuff put behind it, it's a good gift. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's a, and th I'm it's a thought that counts. Yeah, because I'm such an easy person to like shop for. Like, you could literally be like, 
oh man, I forgot to get Chase a, a, a gift. Let me throw some cash in a card and be done with it. And I'd be like, oh man, Merry Christmas. Heck yeah. Let's yeah, go. I, that's that's one of the better gifts you could ever get. <laughs> Cat, cash in a card. But I'm saying like some people think that that's so impersonal. And I'm like, no, dude, money is great. Because then I can just buy whatever I want and there's no pressure for anybody. Oh, yeah. Like I prefer cash over gift cards. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, so, I like gift cards. I like the idea. It's like, oh, yeah, get me. I go to Bass Pro a lot. Right. Exactly. So speaking of gifts, I got a gift for myself, and I'm super excited about it. It's coming tomorrow. What'd you get? Okay. It is called Fling Golf. Fling? F-L- yeah, F-L-I-N-G Golf. Mm, okay. Okay. Imagine like a lacrosse stick with a smaller head designed to launch a golf ball. I what? <laughs> yes. Okay. So you know how like a lacrosse like okay, lacrosse okay. stick. Okay. So um, like it's like a lacrosse stick, like a hockey stick. Okay, imagine a hockey stick. Yes. And okay, you know that that European game that launches, I think it's called Baltista, I believe is the proper name, and it's the little hook thing that people wear oh, on about their forearms and then highlight. Yes. Okay. So imagine a if a lacrosse stick and a highlight stick had a baby. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And it's like this little miniature head. Okay. <clears throat> That's like crane shaped. All right. Like it's like hooked crane. You put a little golf ball in there and you run back or you run forward and you fling it over your shoulder or like a baseball swing or like up and under and it okay. launches a golf ball. I'm talking, dude, if you get good. And you get a big enough stick, and you get good enough, you can launch a golf ball almost 300 yards. So, is that idea still the same as golf, though? Get it into the hole? Yes. If you like, so the basic rules are the basic rules are is, and I don't know why this is, but it's just a basic rule. But apparently, on the tee box, you are just supposed to, like, you're not supposed to launch the ball from the tee box you're supposed to i guess like put it on the tee and then put it as hard as you can and then you put it into the fairway and then from the fairway i don't know i don't know if they're like trying to make it like faster or what but Mm -hmm. that's just like the the rule and then if you lose a ball like if you lose a ball completely and you can't find it that's a stroke uh, basic out of bounds and water penalties. That's a stroke. Um, and then it's even got like a little like calipers, if you will, on this on both sides where you can put, where you can like put, or you okay. can like do this like this scoop thing where you kind of pick like pick the the club up, swing it forward like a pendulum, and you yeah. launch the ball out and it goes up 
and boop, boop, boop. And that's like a, a putt and an approach shot as well. Mahalik, I got to be honest, man. You, you, you find the weirdest hobbies, man. Like, no. I, I don't know where you find out how to do some of this stuff. Like, I've never heard of golfing with a high lie slash lacrosse stick, but it's called fling golf. Um, look it up. I will be posting things about it on the page. I'm so excited, dude. I'm so excited because you know me, I'm big, I'm strong. Like, I'm going to be launching this golf ball. Like, I'm going to try to launch this golf ball like 300 plus yards. I, I wish you the best with that, and I wish you could find someone to play with you on that. <laughs> I, I, Here's the thing. You can play, play by yourself. Oh, you can play by yourself. So, yeah, okay, I can see that. Like regular because golf. It's not, yeah, it's not like as difficult. Like, yes, you might go left, you might go right, but it's not like – it's just like regular – you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the, the chances of you losing your ball are less. And it's way faster, even if you walk. You know what I mean? Like it's just so much. I don't know. I'm super excited about it. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, I sounds, can't wait. That sounds good. Now, since you you got this gift for yourself, are you gonna have Mel wrap it for you? No, or... no. There will be no wrapping of this present. It's gonna show up. <laughs> I'm immediately gonna drop whatever I'm doing, and go to a driving range and launch golf balls. That's that Come, sounds fantastic. I'm really hoping that it comes like. I just I don't know. I'm hopeful, but I'm also skeptical. I it's gonna show up tomorrow probably like nine PM and I'm not gonna be able to use it till the next day. Like Wednesday and I'm gonna be upset about it. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Like like speak speaking of like Mel wrapping your gifts and all that, I, I was actually thinking about something. Do you have What's Mel up? wrap her own gift that you got her? No. You did, didn't you? <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> I would never. You're going to have her be super surprised. <laughs> no, I just taped the box shut so she couldn't see in there. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so funny. Like, I, I feel like rapping's gotten a little out of hand sometimes, but I, will pre- I do appreciate the advent of putting just tissue paper over something and then putting it in a bag. Right. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's my move right there. That's yeah. me all day. Yeah, it's like because I'm 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 pretty good at like wrapping wrapping it, but it's like that it just takes too long. I right. Like, it took me all day to wrap presents. All right, man. Well, it looks like we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. And we're back, everybody. Right before the break, I was getting on Mahalik for having his, for having him have his wife wrap it her own <laughs> presents. <laughs> That's how it's done, son. Listen, we we talked about this. I'm a horrible rapper. I'm I'm totally a guy that just buys a bag and sticks it in the bag with wrapping paper or like tissue paper. So yeah, so we we're talking about that. We we're talking about fling golf. I'm so excited. I like cannot wait cannot wait i'm like so freaking pumped but apparently you had a a pretty good little project going for yourself yeah a little bit gift of joy this season yeah i'm putting together a barn door today it's a barn door yeah my mom's been wanting one of these for a while 
and I made the mistake of, oh, we're bumming around a little bit. We're waiting for something to get done. Let's go to Lowe's real fast. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a terrible mistake. Should have Famous done last words. Yeah. Famous last words. But no, she'd been really wanting this barn door stuff. And it's like, it was such a good deal, though. It, like, it came because, like, we have a barn door where she wants one right now, but she just doesn't like the look out of it. And the guy I put together did a terrible job. So she decided to buy another one. She got a good deal on it, like, for 140 bucks, a whole door with the glass panels and wow, including the rail. That is an amazing deal. Yeah, because like she was like, like usually like they, they cost like anywhere between like three and six hundred dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't even you can barely get a regular door for one hundred forty dollars with the glass panel. Oh yeah, it's like you, you're looking at like two fifty for like a regular standard size front door glass panel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. This 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 one's pretty nice. Like I had to put it together. It took me for like the door itself. It took me like maybe like an hour and a half mm. to two hours, like all like the hardware and stuff. So I, like all I got to do now is just install the rail. Okay. But I yeah. really wish I was more handy when it came to, I just do not have the patience for putting stuff together. I just don't. Well, it, 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 I'm like, it is taxing that way. Like you, you really have to pay attention to like the instructions sometimes, especially if you're like putting something together from Ikea. That stuff. Is oh like, Yeah. And it's like, I, I think it's funnier with the stuff from Ikea because they don't like give you like written instructions. They just have a picture of a guy putting it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a very See, ambiguous Brad, guy. So it's like Brad be anybody. It. Yeah. Brad could do it. So can you. Be like Brad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, but Ikea instructions, like there's no, there's no language on it. I think it's just so they don't have to like, you know, make a Spanish version or like an English right. version. Oh but, my gosh. That's freaking funny. Oh, it's so bad. That's yeah. That's, that's awesome though. So, so you get this door to get, or you put the, I mean, I'm a, you're going to have to paint it and stuff or is that no, already no, done? No, or? It's, it's painted white. Like I got the glass panels in it. Like there was like five glass panels that went in this and like, it wasn't too hard putting it together. It's just like, I know, because now I got to get to do the point where it's like I got to get the stud finder out, find where all the studs are on the wall, make sure it goes in the header above it. Because this this door's pretty right. tall, so I I was really hoping I could just put it on the old rails. Was not the case. So a lot of people sleep on IKEA, like they give IKEA a hard time, especially for oh. the stuff that you that you have to put together. Here's my experience with stuff from IKEA. <clears throat> Until it's completely put together. It is super fragile. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Right? It, it's super fragile. To, but once it's put together completely and it's put together correctly. Dude, I had a dresser that I had for like four or five years. And it worked. Like, um, it was an amazing dresser. Like, you would have never known that it was from Ikea. Right. Like, never. But putting it together, you're like, this Ikea piece of junk. Like... You're just dealing with the pictures. There's no words in it. Right. And it's like, yeah. And I don't, I don't mind it too much. Honestly, it reminds me of putting together Legos. You know, remember those? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. I think IKEA was made by people who like 
which is like a generation of people that like either had Legos or they would just look, they would just dump a bunch of puzzle pieces out and look at the picture on the box. And then that's how they put the puzzle together. Oh, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. It was just like these superhumans that put, you know, things together or whatever. And that was, you know, that was it. That's like their superpowers putting things together. Oh, yeah. I always thought Ikea was made for people in apartments. Because, like, you ever, like, try... Because you can take the dresser apart partially and take it out of the apartment. You know what I mean? Like, you ever remember, remember that episode of Friends where he's like, they have that giant couch and he's like, pivot, pivot. Pivot? Pivot. It's like, like, I can't pivot. I was like, I guess you can't pivot. You know? (laughs) Yeah, like, here, aren't you? Just take the couch apart. (laughs) But the trick is, is putting it back together because you know you you definitely threw out those instructions and the little Allen key that came with it. Right. No, but here's the thing. Like, even with that dresser, like, it was just like once it was together and everything was like snug, it was just like any other dresser. You just take the drawers out and then you lift the whole thing. And but because it was IKEA and the material that it was made out of, it was like a hundred percent lighter than an average dresser. Oh yeah. Yeah, like like don't get me wrong, like I appreciate a good made dresser if it just stays there. <laughs> you know, right. if you put yeah. something in like you put it in the room, you don't plan on moving it. That's why it's like a lot of times back in the day, you know, you'd sell a whole house with the furniture. Yeah, because I wasn't. No, you can just have it. It's fine. Yeah, Especially if I live like, upstairs. I'm telling you right now, I will never live in another place that has freaking stairs. Like where I have to like go up and down because, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I refuse. It's terrible. It's terrible. I hate it. Oh, yeah. Or it's like, are right, you talking about like, a two-story house where it's like they have a bend or like are you talking about like when you're in an apartment and you're you're all the way on like the fifth floor period period Pe- no more stairs period don't you have stairs in, the, stairs in the house you live yeah. in right now yes and i hate it i hate it so much because it's so hard to move in and out because everybody's like oh you're big and strong you can handle it i'm like yeah but i can't do it by myself yeah usually it's like especially in older homes where it's like they have the landing where you have to like get it over a railing or something like that like i remember we i helped my friend move and he had a king-size bed you know what i mean right huge bed and he was moving into covington which is a bunch of old houses built Hmm. at like in the 1800s Right. So narrow staircase, narrow landing, narrow right. up the stairs. We were literally like pushing this foam mattress all the way up there. This is pretty, you know, it's like this memory foam Terrible. stuff. So we're like sinking in there, like, like pull. There's like push, pull. And uh, it was, it was ridiculous. And I'm just like trying to hold on to like something because there's no handles. Right. And we're just yeeting this thing up. And we just decided like, if you ever move again, we're throwing this out the window. This right. is not. We're not doing the stairs again. You're probably going to leave this mattress here. <laughs> <laughs> Just charge the game, bro. Charge it Exa- to the game. Exactly. All right, guys. It's looking like we're going to switch on to a new segment here. An oldie but goodie of this day in history. This day in history. One of my favorites. And I know I've said that before. And I'm going to keep saying it because 
I've had a lot of head injuries and I don't remember when I say it. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> so this day in history, uh, Dick Van Dyke was born. So no, cool. like he, the Dick Van Dyke from the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Nick at night kind of that guy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He was born in Missouri on this day in history. So I thought that was pretty neat. I thought, yeah. Because, like, I grew up watching that show, like, didn't always understand what was going on. But I remember, like, vividly that I, like, really enjoyed that show. Like, watching on Nick at Night or, like, TV Land or something? Yeah. I was, I mean, I was elementary. Yeah. So, obviously not fully understanding, like, all the jokes or whatever, but still, like, vividly remembering, like... Like, solid show. The, solid show. Um, that show, uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, yeah. Let's see, Lucy. Uh, I dream of Jeannie. Um, oh, Bewitched. Be we or yeah, Bewitched. My um, favorite was Gilligan's Island on TV. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, man. We, I mean, we're really talking about like some throwbacks now. That's like Mash when I was like a little older. Oh, that I was really one. enjoyed Mash. Like that was a good, solid show. But they have yeah, it on Hulu now. Do they? I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Watch, oh, yeah. watch Mash from start to finish. That was that would be like an achievement because obviously, as a kid, you know, you don't really like appreciate shows like that. Oh yeah, well, it's like you don't get all the jokes sometimes. You know what I mean? Where it's right. like, even if you like watch some of these like kid movies as an adult, you're like, wow, that really went over my head as a kid. That's a pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty overt <laughs> comment right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, that's a little sus, a little sus. <laughs> yeah. So it's like School of awesome. Rock, man. It's like watching School of Rock as a kid, you think, oh, that's awesome. I want my teacher to be Jack Black. Watching it as an adult, I'm thinking like, How'd this happen? How'd this maniac get in charge of this classroom? <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, only in Hollywood, you know what I mean? Never in a million years would that like fly. Nobody like nobody checked his ID. Like it just but that's yeah. what makes it like see, that's what like that's why like show movies or shows like that are really I feel like geared for like the younger kids, like, you know. Um, I don't know, 17 and under, 18 oh, yeah. and under, because like once you get to a certain age, you start like you're like, pl- like, okay, Hannah Montana, okay, here we go, H- Hannah Montana. Um, as a kid, it was a great show, you didn't care, uh, that nobody realized that, you know what I mean, but it's like, oh. As an adult, you realize nobody questioned the fact that uh, what's his face was Miley Cyrus's dad. But, oh yeah, what was it? He he did that one song. Um, I can't remember what the what that song was. That was like a one hit wonder. Like, that that movie though, like the Miley Cyrus movie, like nobody figured out, like nobody questioned that Miley Cyrus's dad wasn't, you know. Hannah Montana's dad. Like as an adult, you 
easily figure that out. And you're like, nobody else. And you're like, only in Hollywood. To be honest, I, I, I've never wa really watched Hannah Montana, so I couldn't really tell you. But Hillary Duff. <laughs> I have like that Disney Channel or like, actually, I'm, I like watching Even Stevens, if you remember that one with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well, anyways, Chase, enough talking about Dick Van Dyke and old Disney movies and TV shows that we used to watch. We go on to my this day in history, and we're going to be talking about the Texas Seven. And I know how legit this is because I got it off the History Channel website. So apparently, the Texas Seven was this crazy jailbreak that happened in 2000. Okay. Seven guys escaping from a maximum security prison in South Texas. And they were so on they the land. Got, they just got together and were like, we're out of here. Pretty much. They, they were on the land for six weeks. And, you know, it's like what happened was they, uh, the civilian employees that they worked in the prison well they got their mm -hmm. clothes they got some security guards apparently like some weapons off them and they stole a vehicle and they are just gone nice and like later they uh what is it you know i think like their first place they hit up was a radio shack robbed that <laughs> you know what i think about last oh. time we saw a radio shack why would they rob? Did it say like why they robbed the Radio Shack? Yeah, they uh, in Kennedy, Texas, the fugitives picked up another getaway vehicle, allegedly provided by one of the fathers of the men, mm -hmm. and then robbed Radio Shack in Perland. What the heck? Yeah, making off with cash so and a uh -huh. police scanner, apparently. Oh my gosh. So they must okay. have like came in with like another police officer and just robbed him. So they and, wanted they probably just wanted the police scanner, but I feel like there's easier ways to get a police scanner than without putting yourself on the radar. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, next they hit up a uh, sporting goods store in Irving, Texas. Guns. Yep. Large amount of cash, large amount of weapons. Uh they even ended up killing a police officer by the name of Aubrey Hawkins. And then, you know, with the weapons, they moved on. The Texas 7 then fled to Colorado, purchased a motorhome, told people they were Christian missionaries. <laughs> Dang. S spent the month in a trailer park. Then, what was it? Apparently, remember uh, America's Most Wanted? Yes. They got on America's Most Wanted. And someone tipped them off that, like, hey, these guys are pretty suspicious around January 22nd. Oh, wow. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. You know, honestly, like, as crazy and, like, as it sounds, you know, it, as long as you're not too hot, like, like you're not, like, too much on the hot list, um... I really feel like you could like you could go from Texas and go to I don't know somewhere random as hell like 
Arizona or Utah or Washington even and just live there and get a job. You'd have to get like one of those under the table jobs where they don't ask for like yeah. social security. That's the biggest right. thing. Yeah. Oh, that's easy, bro. That's too easy, bro. Those jobs exist. You know what I mean? Um, and you just keep your nose clean and like live under the radar. I really feel like that with a bicycle and just keeping to yourself completely. Like it wouldn't be a glamorous life, but you could live free. I mean, you'd be, it'd be terrible. I wouldn't want to live that way because I, you'd be constantly looking over your shoulder all the time. But oh, I yeah. mean, I, re- I really feel like you could live a life of like on the run. Just well, what was it? You ever remember? You ever hear about a guy named Whitey Bulger? No. Crazy movie. Johnny Depp starting it based on a completely true story. Okay. He was on the run for years. Literally, like, you part of the Boston's Irish Mafia. Okay, don't tell me too much more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna watch it. What was okay. it called? Uh, well, his name is Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to remember All what right. the name of the movie was. Might have been Whitey Bulger. But I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp plays him. Oh, uh, he's such a good actor. He's such uh, a good actor. He's almost a chameleon, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he can almost play anybody. That's awesome, though. But yeah, that's that's crazy that those guys did that, man. So, they, yeah, and then they ended up getting caught. and Yeah, some of them got the death penalty when they got back. Well, I mean, they killed a, a cop. Yeah, I they mean... did. Like they, they obviously, like, a lot of them deserved it. It was like... Yeah. But, but I feel like after a while, you know, it's kind of like you're on the run and stuff. It's like these these people are crazy, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you don't end up in a maximum security prison for being nice. Right. Yeah. No, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy though. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have. But uh, join us next week, and until until then, y'all be safe. That's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty. Mm-hmm.